<laughs> Rich Risfet with American Egg Network here. I am in Decatur, Illinois at the Farm Progress Show. And with me, I have got Phil Montgomery with AM and PM Hemp Farm. They're out of Illinois here. So, Phil, tell us a little bit about uh, about the hemping business. You know, it's becoming a newer and bigger crop all across the country. And it was, it was legalized in the 2018 Farm Bill, all hemp derivatives or most hemp derivatives. So tell us a little bit about what the industry is doing, where it's at, and what you guys are doing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, appreciate you taking the time, Rich. And uh, we're uh, Amanda and Phil Montgomery, AM and PM Hemp Farm uh, out of Northern Illinois. Uh, Kirkland's the town that we're closest to, which is about halfway between DeKalb and Rockford. We started growing in uh, 2020 and uh, we're utilizing products uh, before that. So started doing the research and, you know, uh, potentially having our own, you know, business and uh, growing some on our farm. Uh, intended to sell on the crude market for a few years in the CBD side and crude market was not kind in 2020 things uh, got flooded with a lot of biomass that was out there so it went uh, down pretty quickly from that side uh, so decided to take our uh, five-year plan of having a brand and a business and uh, turn that into our six-month plan and started uh, selling products in uh, June of 21 so um and we've expanded from both the cbd and the thc side of things that's uh legal with uh hemp um like you said hemp and all of it all of its derivatives is the way the law reads um so we've expanded that side of things over the last few years got into the fiber side of things as well fiber hemp last year uh tiger fiber is uh, one of our partners that we work with out of the st louis area they do the processing for us uh, from that side of things um, so grew a little bit of fiber last year along with the cbd and the thc uh, side of things and then um, we have grown more this year we uh, also are the first people to be able to say that we've planted hemp on the farm progress show site here in decatur uh, in its 70-year history um, and uh, we have a basin project with tiger fiber and the city of decatur uh, where they are remediating the soil from lake decatur um, with hemp we have 65 acres of that planted here um, just uh, 10 minutes down the road shuttling people back and forth to see the fiber field uh, here during the show the last few days and today every day every day or every hour on the hour we're taking a shuttle that way and educating uh, selling products showing the different benefits of hemp from both the medicine fiber and then the grain side of things as well uh, grain uh, for hemp's very high in omega-3s omega-6s and very high in protein so nine grams of protein and three tablespoons of the uh, hemp hearts. So very high plant-based protein and uh, lots of different benefits of this plant from that side of things as well. Great superfood and then fiber side of things. I mean, that's gonna, that's gonna take over the world from that side and both from plastics to concrete to animal bedding to there's an oil dry replacement. There's, uh, there's so many different things, insulation, clothing, all that kind of stuff can be made out of hemp. Well, that is a good long list. And you know what it comes down to, I think, with a lot of guys and gals out there on their field is the ROI. So for someone out there who is thinking, maybe I'll grow some hemp, it is growing. It's a renewable uh, commodity. I think it's something like three months or so between or for every crop, as opposed to, say, 15 years for a tree. Uh, but if folks do want to, you know, if they're thinking about it, how is this going to put more money in their pocket? Yeah, so... 
CBD THC side of things is going to be the most profitable but also the most expensive you know to get into it so that side of things I know we touched on the grain and fiber a, a little bit ago as far as costs go but to put that in perspective you're getting a 50 pound bag of seed for 250 bucks a CBD or a THC seed might be a dollar ten dollars thirty dollars a seed so that's where it gets a lot more expensive but it can also be the most profitable as long as you have a good connection a good processor you have a good market you want to make sure especially from that side of things if you're putting a lot of money out there that you have that contract or you have that connection or you have a plan on what you're going to do with that plant and that flower or that extraction once you get to that point because that's what a lot of people and a lot of brands did not do when they they thought they were just going to go plant you know cbd and or thc hemp and you know it was just gonna be a, a quick paycheck like corn and soybeans you know that the infrastructure is not fully in place so it's getting better and a lot more in place from that side of things now and same with the fiber and grain uh, so we touched on the input costs but didn't really uh, talk about you know what's the return so Fiber and grain side of things are both pretty close to about the same amount of like return to the acre. Organically certified grain actually is gonna pay a little bit more, a little better, but not everybody's organically certified. So um, like the normal like type of crop rotation, uh, there's um, different things coming online that are labeled for like weed control, that kind of stuff, pest, pest control. So they're doing that research, trying to figure that out as well. Um, but you're looking at um, it's a organically grown crop right now so from the you know that side of things there's not a lot of options you know for um, bugs and fungi you know fungicides that kind of stuff but um, you're looking at approximately you know weather's a big scenario in all this so I mean make sure you keep that in mind I'm saying best case scenario numbers here um, so you're looking at somewhere in that probably thousand dollars to the acre net return uh, on a grain crop or a fiber crop um, so and a fiber or a grain crop like I said before remember you're getting a little bit of a fiber benefit off of there as well besides the grain so that's where you're getting a little bit more benefit you know that's why the grain is very similar to what the fiber is because you're getting a dual kind of purpose Okay, and you've also, uh, you mentioned a couple of different uh, varieties and strains of seed. Run us through, you know, there are different varieties, different strains of cannabis and of hemp. So run us through that whole maze. Yeah, yeah. So there's basically, um, the way we explain it, there's kind of three different, you know, varieties or types of hemp. So, you know, you have, you got Indian corn, you got sweet corn, you got field corn, you know, so that's, you know, three different types of corn. Uh, from the hemp side of things you have like the CBD THC the medicine side of things That's kind of one strain one Avenue Then you have the grain side of things is another Avenue and then the fiber side of things So they're all very similar looking plants and they all uh, definitely look like marijuana So that's a different you know um, part of it as well but uh, but there, yeah, there's you know just different strains and then each one each one of those types or strains you know, there's thousands of different you know genetics I guess you would call them if you want to you know compare that to like you know you got the different corn genetics that are out there from one seed company to the next so you have the same thing in this uh, space as well back to the renewable part of it too as well um, 
anything that's made out of, of cotton, of out of wood, anything of those things, like it can be made out of hemp. So, like you said, 90 days is about the average of hemp as far as you know the maturity goes compared to you know with a, a tree you're talking you know 40 50 60 100 years you know so and one acre of hemp will do four times the amount as one acre of trees and it's uh you know in a, in a year's time you're getting that crop so from that side of things it's just amazing what this plant can do um, but, uh, but yeah, it's, it's been a great uh, avenue to go down, learned a lot along the way. I will be the first to tell you was not educated on this, this plant completely until we got into it. So, I mean, it's just, uh, it's been fun, you know, learning and uh, great, meeting great people in this industry that's uh, very passionate about it. Well, and what kind of hurdles are there for if uh, someone does want to grow some hemp or, you know, uh, we're moving into an area where they can even grow THC, uh, the actual marijuana plant, yep. but maybe not quite yet. But certainly for hemp, what are some of the steps that they have to do? What kind of hurdles can they look at uh, if, they, if they do decide to do it? Yeah, so here in Illinois, um, we're licensed through the Illinois Department of Agriculture. Uh, each state had their the option of whether they wanted to handle the licensing process or let the USDA handle it. Some chose to do it themselves. Some, uh, you know, decided to let the USDA handle it. So, very similar process as far as uh, what I've been at least told from the USDA side. It's just a matter of who who's handling the, the logistics of it, basically. But there's not really any major hurdles other than knowing that. The CBD, THC side of things is very expensive to get into, so be smart about that. You know, start small. Don't don't go large unless you can afford to walk away from a lot of money if something goes wrong. You know, so because if the that side of it, if the plant is too high in THC, uh, the way the laws wrote right now, you have to destroy it. So, um, but uh, from the fiber and grain side of things, very adaptable to normal farming practices very comparable to inputs as far as like a corn crop would be uh, $250 for a 50 pound bag of seed grain wise you're planting at about 30 pounds the acre fiber wise about 60 pounds the acre so very very similar as far as seed costs go um, from that side of things harvesting the grain with a normal combine platform type head uh, and then the fiber on uh, a grain scenario you're going to get a little bit of a fiber benefit off it as well come back in with like a hay mower, cut that down, goes through a redding process like hay would uh, up to two weeks depending on the weather, rake it, bale it up and deliver it right now. Tiger Fibers out of St. Louis, that's the closest option you know in the area right now. They're looking at expanding to some other locations in the country as well and there's a few other fiber processors that have come online as well but same thing with the fiber side of things you cut it with a hay mower uh, get it sized you know good so it's going to go through the machines okay rake it and bale it after it goes through that redding and drying process and deliver it from there well and i think you touched on a few of the things but just you know i know that there's going to be listeners out there there's going to be farmers out there they're going to say i'm not going to grow hemp in my field they just don't want to do it what would you say to them of why they should grow hemp what are the benefits to the farmers yeah so benefits to the farmers especially now that we're in this quote unquote green era um this plant's very green in more ways than one so um pulls carbon out of the air out of the soil like remediates the soil um the uh 
Um, it's a it's a very good crop from the you know environmental friendly side of things. Very renewable, and you can use the whole plant, even the roots in the ground have have uses. So, um, and from you know farmers that you know still have that stigma in mind, you know that I mean we we've all not been educated for our whole lives on what this plant can do. So that from that side of things, you know, do your research, reach out to people like me that have taken the time to learn as much as we can about it and uh, we can you know try and help educate the ones that you know maybe they just don't understand why they should farm hemp or where hemp can lead I mean this plant has the potential to give corn the number one commodity in the United States or up for its money so well, outstanding. Now, if our listeners did hear something in this that perking up their ears, maybe they want to jump into growing hemp on their field. Maybe they're hesitant about it, but they are interested in it. Or maybe they're growing some hemp already in their field, but they want to connect with you guys and figure out how you guys can help them out in their own fields. How should they do that? Where should they go? What should be their first step? Yeah, so uh, check out our website. That's probably the easiest way to get in touch with, with us. It's uh, ampmhempfarm.com. And the word and is spelled out it's not the symbol um, but uh, there's contact information our address or email everything is available on the website there um, but uh, we're on Facebook Instagram as well you know I know a lot of a lot of older farmers probably probably aren't on there but you know look at the website uh, give us a call you know we can try and help guide anybody along the way well outstanding anything else that uh, you'd like us to know for now or into the near future so um, I know you're going to talk with Rachel Berry here, the uh, CEO and founder of the Illinois Hemp Growers Association on the legislation side of things. Uh, 2023 Farm Bill is very, very important right now for, I mean, not only, you know, all farmers in general, but uh, we need a little bit more clarity in this space in the Farm Bill um, to help, you know, guide, you know, everybody in this space. So. There's uh, a uh, hemp act out there as well that's uh, trying to kind of separate grain and fiber from the CBD, THC side of things to, to not look at it and regulate it the same. But I'll let Rachel kind of go more in depth on that. But that's, I mean, education, you know, especially from the top down with the legislators, with anybody, you know, making the laws and the rules, like... Um, there's there's a lot of misinformation and a lot of misunderstanding of the way the laws wrote and why the law was wrote that way. Well, outstanding. Phil, thank you for spending a little bit of time with us today. Absolutely. Thank you, Rich. Mm-hmm.